0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Monday, June the 21st. Now, folks, normally on Mondays, I'll do a weekend recap for you, but unfortunately, there was not much that happened this weekend. Uh, Not any significant news stories that I would like to cover on the show. So instead, today, I'm just going to talk about some video games as if it were maybe a weekend show that I would normally do here. So if you normally skip the weekend shows or you're just here for news, you're welcome to skip today's episode. And uh, today what I want to talk about are video game studios working collaboratively with, I guess, non-gaming entities is the best way of framing it. Because I find this really fascinating. Um, There's two things in particular I want to cover. The first one is Elden Ring working with George R.R. Martin. Of course, Elden Ring is the newest game from From Software. They did Dark Souls. And then George R.R. R. Martin, he made Game of Thrones. And I always found Elden Ring super fascinating because for the longest time, for multiple years, people were extremely hyped about this game because, you know, it was one of their favorite game creators of all time, pairing up with one of the most renowned fantasy authors of all time. And those two were joining forces. And that's pretty much all we knew about the game, right? There wasn't gameplay, there wasn't any interviews of the developers. It was a title and it was from software plus GRRM and that's enough to sell a game. And I'm talking about it now because, you know, we have more details about the game and Mr. Martin also did an interview recently talking about the kind of work that he did on the game. And it seems like his involvement is actually quite limited. He worked on it many years ago and he basically did the the groundwork of the narrative, did some world building, designed some of the, you know, major bosses and and enemies. But for the most part, his, he took his hands off a couple of years ago and has just been waiting like the rest of us to see the game, right? And I think that's pretty cool. You know, he can have limited involvement, he gets his paycheck, and still the world is extremely hyped to, to see what's going to come out of this game. And, you know, I think that's something I would like to see more of in this industry reaching out to professionals who aren't necessarily game people, they are just really good creators and figuring out how to incorporate their creations into, you know, an awesome video game. And of course, this is different from something like, I don't know, a Fortnite live op where they held a virtual concert or movie screenings or stuff like that. You know, for the most part, those are different art forms coming into video games, whereas it's, it, it feels like this collaboration with George R.R. Martin is very much, let's make a video game and use the creativity of someone who's not in that industry. And that kind of leads me into the the other thing I want to talk about, which is Sea of Thieves working with Pirates of the Caribbean and Disney. Obviously, Disney is very hands-on with all of their IPs, and they were actually the ones to approach Sea of Thieves. And they said, hey, instead of us spending five years to make a Pirates of the Caribbean video game, why don't we just do something with you? Because those two IPs have a lot of similarities. And uh, Rare did this really excellent interview with Eurogamer talking about this collaboration, and it, it is very much going to be a, a concentrated video game experience utilizing the creativity of a very popular film franchise. And I think what was most interesting to me was that they're not only doing like stuff related to the film, but they're also getting inspiration from the theme park rides that were built in the 1960s. They're taking audio right from the ride. They got some of the original voice actors who are recording new lines and using the same microphones from the 60s. It's super cool. And to me, it's just like, wow, that's genius. Not every single video game that's made needs to be these original ideas or that are already built off of what has already existed in the world of video games. We can go to friggin' theme parks and say, what did they do right here? What is so attractive to people at this theme park? I mean, what else could we apply this to? Really anything, right? I don't know. I just kind of geek out around those kinds of things, and I think it just gets me excited to see what else you can do with such a creative medium. So, whether it's limited involvement like Martin, or it's heavy involvement like Disney, I'm super excited for the future of video games, and all the really awesome stuff that comes out of it. I think one of the things I have my eye on for the future is a game called 12 Minutes, which has an all-star trio cast of Willem Dafoe, James McAvoy, and Daisy Ridley. Again, super talented people. They're not video game voice actors, they just brought them in because they're, they're good actors. Anyway. If you know of any examples of video games collaborating in similar capacities like this, I would love to hear what you think. What were your faves? And uh, that's all the time I've got. Folks, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm going to be back with whatever news there is tomorrow. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. I'm super interested in cross-media promotion, I guess is the way of saying it, Uh, if it's done right. And it seems like, you know, George R.R. Martin did a fairly standard thing. He did did the thing that he does, and that's a good thing. And uh, Sea of Thieves, based on everything I'm reading, is going to be a great crossover with Pirates. When so many times we see, I don't know, a video game version of a movie that is subpar, viewing video games as just another way to market something rather than actually incorporating something that a player is going to really enjoy and making it a true gaming experience. I mentioned Fortnite before. That wasn't meant as a condemnification. That was meant as a, just a different perspective, a different way of approaching these types of things. I think there's no problem playing a movie in the middle of a video game. If that's what people want, then that's what people want. And certainly the Travis Scott concert. I mean, I think that's going to change the future of concerts as we know it. Virtual concerts is all of a sudden a viable thing because of what Fortnite is doing. And the visual appeal and the production of something like Astronomical was tremendous. And I would very much say that they did do it right. It was just different. It was a concert in a video game, right? Actually, one of the things I'm, I'm most happy about with this Sea of Thieves crossover is that it's not convoluted. Apparently, there's just going to be a button on the main menu that says, like, do the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. And it's going to be hard to encounter other people who's going to try and ruin that experience. And, you know, everything else in that game kind of seems inaccessible to me as somebody who is bad at the game and kind of new to the game, despite having, you know, probably 30 hours in it at this point. It was still very bad, right? Like any PvP experience, I just get demolished and I don't really ever know what's going on. I just like to go around being a pirate. So if they're able to turn this into like a condensed, proper experience for for people, I think that's great. And, you know, hats off to them to uh, pull something like that off. Anyway, folks, this is going to be a quicker after show than normal. Thank you so much to all of you. I'll be back tomorrow as needed. And uh, until next time, farewell.